Hey, welcome back to the Brazos Point living room. We have got the three amigos together. Michelle had decided to come back. I did. <laughs> I was here last week. I know. First okay. time in a long time. Yes. Uh, but we got to kick off a brand new message series. Michelle got to kick off a brand new message series. <laughs> I did. Too much it. fanfare. <laughs> fanfare. I just heard over and over the best that message. That my shirt I've... matched my water cup. Yeah, you were matchy matchy. <laughs> you heard over and over. Just best message ever heard. And that was just page. from our wives. <laughs> 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 yeah, they were happy. <laughs> Uh, but it was cool, and I think uh, it was a great setup. I think I really appreciated Kaylin and Justin telling their story, too, and mm-hmm. really teeing up the whole series. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing I continually heard was, man, I need to invite somebody hmm. back. This uh, is a great series for inviting. really is. And so, you set up big pictures, Shelly, about taking care of yourself, and this week's topic is about... Yeah, so... Um, kind of this first foundation or you know michelle built, built the foundation this first floor that we're taking on i think it's kind of one of the lesser thought of spaces of mental health and wellness you know like i think when you think about loving god with your whole mayode and lev and nefesh <laughs> uh strength and mind and soul and, uh, and your muchness um like i think when you think about mental health and wellness you think more about some of the later topics especially anxiety and depression um, so I think this week's topic um, has profound impact on on how we relate to God, um, and yet isn't necessarily at the top of our list of things that we think about in regards to to being mentally well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So what we're talking about this week is loss, and speaking of you know the things we think, I, I think our minds immediately go to the loss of of someone from from death, mm. and that's certainly a part of it. But we want a much broader uh, understanding of loss in this conversation because we want to talk about what it looks like to to lose relationships for reasons other than death you know conflict or divorce or whatever and what it looks like to lose uh you know a vision of your future because of the loss of of you know maybe some ability maybe something that came through a diagnosis or maybe the loss uh that comes from even the loss of a job you know so Mm -hmm. just a really broad understanding of what it looks like to grieve things because we've lost things including the loss of a loved one to mm-hmm. death. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I I think I totally get what you're saying too. It's it's not one that immediately comes to mind when you think of mental health. Um, but it is and it's it's directly tied to where we're going. So I'm glad we're talking about it. And it's directly tied to God mm-hmm. because as as followers of of Christ and I really think even people that are just theists in general, um, you know, there's this there's this understanding and assumption based on the truth that God is the one that's in authority and in control. And so when we experience loss, we gotta deal with him as we deal with being mentally well in regards to, to processing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's complicated too, like you said. I mean, as followers of Jesus, uh, just you mentioned last week, Michelle, and in your message too, there's the lie that we believe often or the myth of you can't struggle in these ways if you're yeah. actually a growing disciple or yeah. if you, you know, have given your life to Jesus. That you won't or you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I think if you apply that same myth to the area of grief, I mean, I think it's a pretty real a thing that I feel myself often too of like, yeah. if I'm following Jesus, 
can I grieve? Like, well, just and the, the truth, feeling of the truths that keep us from feeling like we should grieve, are are some of the core truths of what our faith is built on. That God is sovereign, mm-hmm. and if God is good and sovereign and in control, then should I really grieve these things that have happened? Mm-hmm. Right, and. Um, if the gospel is true and heaven is a reality, then should I really grieve the things in this temporary life? Mm. And and there is a lot of complexity to that. And that's uh, like I want to I want to deal with that, but I want to come out on the other side of this conversation with a clear permission to grieve. Mm. I think too, um, and I think this affects our mental health as well. When things happen, it can cause us to doubt ourselves. Like we've been talking about, like as a Christ follower, should I be grieving? Like does it even make sense for me to be grieving but i think it can also cause doubt in god because we tend to think sometimes that if god is a good loving sovereign god and yet these things still happened then is what i believe about god true and like you said like we do have these foundational truths that are true but that's why i love what we're talking about in taking our lament and our grief and our sorrow to god like Mm. taking it to him well, and I think one of the greatest things that can give us permission to be followers of Jesus who grieve is that Jesus grieved yeah. mm-hmm. right when you look at the reality uh, and, and and there's clearly the most famous example of the grief that Jesus experienced in the death of Lazarus Lazarus that's where you have Jesus wept right um, but that's just an example there are other examples where Jesus is grieved and where Jesus experiences yeah. sorrows. Mm-hmm. He's called the man of sorrows, right? Yeah. And so, man, if we're going to follow Jesus, let's be honest in recognizing that we've got permission to grieve because Jesus grieved. And Jesus, who is God, who has a better understanding of the sovereignty of God than we do, and a better understanding of the eternality of heaven than we do, he grieved when his friend on earth died, mm-hmm. even though he knew he was about to raise him from the dead. Mm-hmm. It really is like that simple reminder is so powerful because I, I can just so many times thinking the same thing just for myself I think I, this is one I probably struggle with often <laughs> more often is just the idea of man am I really trusting God to grieve in this moment and just going back and forth of um, you know maybe I shouldn't maybe I'm, I don't have enough faith maybe I'm not trusting him enough and just the, the t- to pause and to, to look at Jesus himself mm. is so powerful just like okay like yeah mm. He knew everything, and yet he grieved. And I think that's that's kind of what I want to communicate is like, we're going to grieve. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus grieved, we're going to grieve as a part of the human experience. And so, are we going to grieve well, or are we not going to grieve well? And and what that, what that I think the, the dividing line is, do we take our grief to God and process our grief with God, or do we run away from God? And ultimately, this question of, can we be faithful followers of Jesus and be great people who are grieved, it's like, yeah. Yeah, we can. And so, what does it look like to faithfully grieve? And and I think that's about giving ourselves permission to process the grief and do it in a way uh, that ultimately leads us into the heart of God and doesn't cause us to walk away from Him. Mm. Well, that's a good distinction. There's a way to grieve well. Like, you have permission to grieve, but then there's a way to do it. And uh, I like what you say in your message. And, and talk about the foundation of your message, too, the text that you use and just what it is and who wrote it and 
Hmm. Like, where are you pulling from? Yeah, so we're going to the Psalms, and, and man, you want to talk about permission to grieve. Uh, there is grief all over the Psalms. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you want to just look at the, the scriptures, I mean, we've got a whole book called Lamentations. Mm-hmm. It's a book of <laughs> lament, right? But the Psalms really is, too. There's so much lament and, and grief and sorrow that's voiced in the Psalms. And the Psalms is a worship book. It's a book of songs that are used to praise God. So it's not uh, a stretch to say that lament or grief can actually be a part of our worship and praise. And uh, and, and that's ultimately what we want to do. I don't I want to read, like, you want to talk about therapy, like, let's reframe grief. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing it as something that is antithetical to relationship with God, it actually is something that flows out of relationship with God, where because we trust Him, because we see Him as authoritative, because we are in relationship with Him, we don't hide these things as if that makes us more spiritual. We go to Him and we bear these things and unburden these things with Him because we trust Him, because mm-hmm. we love Him, because even though we're struggling, we still believe He's good. I think one important step in being able to take those things to God is to have an awareness that grief even is what we're experiencing. That's why I love that we're talking about loss in different ways, different contexts, because you may not even be aware that what you're experiencing is grief, and it may be it may be creating distance between you and God, like it may be doing the exact opposite of what it should be doing. And it may be that, you know, there was a medical diagnosis for you or for your child or a spouse or something like that. And so that's something that we all naturally would really struggle with. But there's also a grieving of some kind of plan that is now going to look different than it did you know like I think back to the pandemic and there was so much grieving there was so much loss and some of it was the obvious kind that we're thinking about of losing loved ones to death but there was also a lot of loss of just how we expected experiences to go like a loss of socializing we were created for community like that yeah. was a lot well, like i think about just like seniors in high school yes. like they expected this senior experience and they grieved the loss of some of that experience that's such a unique window of life yeah so but i don't know that when we lose something like that we at least for me i i don't know that i immediately recognize it as grieving the loss mm-hmm. of something and it probably does put distance between me and God because I'm not really sure what exactly it is that I'm dealing with. And then once I tune in, oh, this is something I take to God, like, mm-hmm. and lamenting this is an act of worship. But I, I do want to make sure that we're careful to, to acknowledge that, like, it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly normal for even the most mature of Christ followers to make that connection between the loss and God. And, and for that to create a sense of, of distance yeah. in our relationship, like that's perfectly normal. And it has to be processed. It has to be worked yep. through. And it has to be done in constructive and healthy ways. But it's a normal, very normal place to start. And realizing that it needs to be processed may come from an outside voice. Like it may come from somebody who loves you saying like, hey, what's going on? Like... How are you? How are you and God? What what still needs to happen? Yeah. 
and I don't have a whole lot of time and message to, to talk about like the, the role of the friend mm-hmm. of the grieving one. But I'm glad you said that because, um, man, I wish we, I wish I did. Me right. Too. Because, uh, <laughs> because there's so much more that has to do with the, the ministry of presence and just being there and saying, I'm here and just saying, I love you and just listening. Like, I think those are the greatest ways to love a grieving friend. Well, mm-hmm. much more so, uh, than, than, you know, platitudes and yeah. <laughs> explaining things away. Problem solving. Yeah. 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 I think one of the big ideas that, uh, that we're going to talk about on Sunday that I hope is a, a part of what people are thinking through in the podcast too, is this idea that the goal is not to get over it. Like that's not what we're doing in grief. The goal is to get through it. Right. We're not yeah. going over the grief. We're going through the grief and, and finding what it looks like to live with loss. It's not like the loss is going to go away. Mm. Whatever loss you've experienced, that's a part of who you are. And so it's how do I live with it in a way that's healthy and, and, and vibrant. So last week we told the story in connection to the topic of the message. And I know that's the goal throughout this series. So tell us a little bit about Sunday and the type of story we're going to hear and just how it connects. Well, I think it's, I'm, I'm just so looking forward to it because the story is going to be from our worship pastor, David King. And, you know, we don't get to hear him um, from the stage very often other than singing. <laughs> Man, a few words. Man, a few words, except for lyrics. <laughs> um, and so he's just got such a story of, yeah, a lot of loss and a lot of different kinds of loss. And um, he also has a story of how God was faithful through those things and being able to look back, maybe not realizing how God was faithful, but looking back and seeing that. And I just think it's really cool, too, to hear that we're going to hear about how worship was part of his healing too and you know worship is not just singing um but that is one of the specific ways that worship was healing for david so hmm. i'm excited he's a man of few words but they're good on the stage we uh we actually and off <laughs> we have a measurement in our office that david's ratio his is the highest and it's funny per word david can be the funniest per word he can sometimes just say one syllable and it's the funniest thing and we just all day. die laughing yeah <laughs> he's a funny guy uh, i'm excited though um for for us to tell his story or part of his story at least and uh, just the connection it has to the topic so i mean randy just big picture what's your hope for somebody who will hear the message on sunday or who's listening to the podcast right now and who is walking through grief whether it's recent or they're still experiencing it like taking the the core of what you want to communicate on sunday what's your hope for them yeah my biggest hope is permission to process um and and they'll find god in the process because uh it doesn't do any good to pretend like no one has served you, God, or others around you by faking it. Um, give yourself permission to process. Find God in the process, and uh, and just be real. And ultimately, man, that's that's what we want Brazos Point to be. We want it to be a place where people are, are allowed to be real, and and being real as Christ followers about the loss that we're experiencing is a really good place for us to find authenticity. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate the stories too that we tell that just remind people these are real people. 
and even highlighting David, you know, somebody who sings, leads us in singing um, worship songs almost every week. And here's a guy who's struggled as well. And I just, I'm excited for our people to hear a piece of his story yeah. as we, you know, as he continues to lead us. Well, cool. Any last thoughts, y'all? No, just hang with us because the the stuff that you do think of immediately, like anxiety and depression, uh, we're going to get there. We're getting there the week after. after There's one more, huh? So we're going uh, grief and trauma, anxiety, depression, or depression, Depression, anxiety. Anxiety, and then shame. Shame. And the power of being known. Yeah. They will be encouraging, but just looking at the list. (laughs) (laughs) They're heavy. And it's so complex, right? Like, as we're talking about grief, like, there's so much anxiety and depression that can come along with that. And anxiety and depression often go together, and then shame comes. So, it's all related, but it's all so complex. Like a clickety fan. Like a clickety fan. (laughs) (laughs) How bad. (laughs) All right. Well, cool. Uh, We look forward to you to talking next week about, which which is next week? Depression. 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 Can't wait. (laughs) Uh, But I'm looking forward to it. And thank you so much for listening.